Salami Show, and I'm Shagulala Salami, and it's a virtual cafe podcast. Um, I hope you're all doing well. It's a nice, lovely day in London, so we're just relaxing. A lot of humans doing some painting. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm sort of curious what she's going to paint for me because she does, she loves doing paintings for me. But while she's doing her business, um, I can see her mixing her greens and um, her blues and her yellows and all the nice primary colors. But anywho, who have I got here with me today? Hi, Segula. This is Connie Fife, and I'm so happy to be here and share my work. Um, I've been an award-winning entrepreneur. Um, I'm a high performance and leadership mentor, speaker, celebrity, author. I'm also the founder of the Total Leadership Masterclass and also the Women Who Dare Network. But I'm going to tell you, I, it's not, I haven't always been, been, been here. It took me some, um, some baby steps really to get here. I mean, as a, as a child, the biggest thing for me was to, um, to find a way to escape because, you know, my, my childhood wasn't the best and I worked, uh, I lived with my grandmother and uh, my job in the family was to take care of the family, uh, babysit, cook, clean for the neighbors, uh, you know, whatever it took. I was being an entrepreneur at such an early age before I even knew what it was. Mm. But what, what really attracted me to, to books was one my inspiration just to just to get away just to break away i would sit at nighttime under covers and and read books and you know i was an old soul so i was already reading business books and how-to books mystery books just loved how to do them but the biggest thing that really intrigued me were were business books and the one and i had learned about my grandfather and he was a great businessman he actually designed the mcdonald's golden arches Again, he did want. He designed the McDonald's, the McDonald's Golden Arches. Oh, really? Yes, that was my grandfather. Um, he he was very creative, artistic, even marketing. You know, with a lot of the neon signs. So, you know, as a child, my grandmother would always say, "Oh, you're going to quit school at the age of 16, and you're going to continue working and taking care of the family." And I was like, "No." That is, <laughs> Not what I want to do. So I was studying as much as I can. I was reading books as much as I can. I even took business in school. So I knew how to be a great businesswoman. And that's really what led me to my love of books. Because I'm always, you know, in there and in trenches and learning. And I remember wanting where I lived at. There were two schools that you could choose to go to. One was for academia, academics, and the other one was business. Well, I really wanted to go for, to the school for academia because that was the cool school to go to. But when I found out they had no business classes, I went, all right, I'm going to the other school because I want to learn about business. And so it was just an incredible journey that brought me to where, to where I am today. And that was because of the education and all the reading and studying that I did. All right. Okay. That sounds, sounds, you know, really interesting. But then you seem to have quite a lot on your plate though. Uh, what was it? You said um, women, women, what was it that you said again? Women who dare. And what was the other word? Because you said two things. Well, women who dare and also uh, up or out in our total leadership masterclass. Yes, you have a lot on your plate. So when did you start both of them? When did I, oh my gosh. So. Uh, 
a Girl Scout, well, Girl Scouts left me nearly 12 years ago. And initially I created uh, Upper Out, um, which is our brand um, within the Fife Group, but our trademark program is Total Leadership Masterclass. So I've been running that program itself for nearly 12 years. Okay. I started doing that program and that's just the one I've stuck with and been doing. Women Who Dare, that came about, oh my gosh, I had created that program probably 10 years ago, but I never launched it. Okay. I, I, I just held back and I just, I wasn't ready. I just, I just guess I wasn't ready. And about a year and a half ago, my mom was very ill and I wouldn't stay with her. And I was just saying, you know, I, there's something else that I need to do. There's a greater purpose that I need to be doing here. And I just haven't figured that out and doing, you know, some really soul searching and doing some more, more reading and, and on business and, and I actually went back to school and I got a second master's degree. So I got a master's in public administration and business administration. So, so that tells you how much I believe in education and, you know, educating yourself. But it was my mom who said, what is that job that you enjoy doing so much that really wasn't a job? And I said, that was Girl Scouts and working with girls and helping them achieve and find their passion. And it was my mom, um, she said, well, do the same thing for women. Just go do the same thing for women. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't know if I want to work with just women. And she, she passed away. Actually, actually this week, um, she'd be passed away a year now. And so after she passed away, I decided I'm going to do hear that. Yes. And I am going to do this. And that's when I launched Women Who Dare. Okay. Okay. So how has that been going for you? It has been phenomenal. It has been in incredible. The, the, the biggest thing, because some people say, oh, it's another woman's group. It's another woman's network. And before I even launched it, I, I did a lot of research and study about women to understand women and what was very very interesting i focused on the the gen x women mm. primarily and i interviewed 50 women and asking them all the same questions about what it is that they're looking for in life and you know what makes them strong and also what makes them kind so the biggest things that i have found was they want the relationships they want to have fun, uh, you know, from computer games to bungee jumping. You know, they want to have fun. They want experience. They want subjective experience that really validates that something is real or good in their life. And they want to make a difference more than just punching the clock nine to five. Yeah. They also want freedom. They don't want to be labeled. They don't want to be put into a box. They want to be seen as very unique individuals that are making a valuable contribution to our society. And then also they want family. Like you have your little girl sitting there with you. They yeah. want family because, you know, they're, they're of that generation that they're taking care of mom and dad and they're taking care of the kids. So they're feeling crunched. Um, mm -hmm. this is, so this is when I set out to do Women Who Dare I was thinking along those lines from the research that I was reading. 
And then the thing that really pushed me over to say, okay, we need to do this. We need to really make a difference is when I started seeing all of the women marching. Mm. Okay. They were marching. They're, they're marching for a cause. Yes. But they were coming and there's so much negativity coming out of it. That's why I said we need to stop. We need to stop with the negativity. If we're going to make a difference, we need to look, turn that around. We need to shift our mindset. So yeah. imagine if, if we all came together very positively, we all came together to make a change, how much more of a difference that would make rather than negative because negative becomes negative becomes negative. It doesn't help the situation. So yeah. I said, no, we need to change that. And that's when I said, okay, I am launching Woman Who Dare. And we are going to make a difference. So when you ask the question, how has it been going? It has been going incredible to where we are now. We have so much in, you know, in the media. We have authors and publishers writing books about the Women Who Dare, our members, we're continuing to grow. We're getting ready to take the new book and, and do a global, a global tour um, on the book, Women Who Dare. Um, we are unstoppable together. And so it's, it's just an incredible movement, incredible movement. And I'm just so moved every day of the, of the wonderful women that I get to work with. Tell me some of the women who you work with. Some of the women who I work with, oh my gosh, let's see. We have um, Nicole Sawyer. She, um, she's a great media, media person. She's Good Morning America and uh, a lot of work with the C-Suite Network. Um, Lindsay Hazlett, who is a chief operating officer there with um, um, C-Suite Network. Um, Haiti Antizana, she's an international um brand marketer sure she was with l'oreal now she has her own company she does that on her, on her own now um oh my gosh i could just keep going going down the list um karen kennedy uh we have uh laura sacola um, um sophia ellis um kelly ellis um i mean it's just there's such a, a broad mix of women from corporate executives to serial entrepreneurs and women who are running and owning and have been leading their, their own business. Hmm. That does sound, that sounds interesting. So let's say for instance, you know, we've got young children, young girls, you know, who are listening to you today. Um, mm -hmm. because, you know, I try to encourage, you know, younger children to listen yeah. to podcasts and, you know, hopefully that would inspire them to want to go into business for themselves, you know, because the world is changing, you know, traditional education, I think is going, is going out the door because, you know, not only are we going to be competing with, with ourselves, you know, my daughter, I can imagine in her time, she's going to be competing with robots as well and robotics and all of those right. things. So when, if she's, let's say in another two or three years time and she's listening to you, you know, what, what can she gain, you know, get from what you're saying so far? I'm going to agree with you that education is, uh, and you know, I become, I guess, a junkie of research <laughs> because I'm always reading, reading a book. And a lot of the research that I have found was that, I mean, they were saying 2020 mm -hmm. that 60% of, of the entire, everybody in the world, 60% were going to be entrepreneurs. So mm -hmm. it's really, it's really flipping, flipping on its side from people leaving corporate 
to wanting to lead and have their own business, their own company. And, and I look at that and, you know, with, with my kids, with your daughter, and you know, like you said, by the time, you know, she gets into the workplace, she's going to be competing with computers. And, you know, a lot of that is already starting to happen. The greatest, greatest, greatest advice that I do give is you do need to, it doesn't mean going to college and spending money on a four-year degree, but you do need to make sure that you are educated in the area that you want to excel in. Because it used to be be great at everything. Now you need to be great at one thing. That needs to be your target. Uh, and that's what people are looking for. Um, employers, if you work in corporate or in a business, or whether it's a client. And especially with entrepreneurs, we need to be we need to be so broad and we need to, you know, do everything from cleaning the toilets to making sure everything is running, running smoothly with our technology. But even clients are coming and they're saying, okay, what's that one thing you specialize in? Mm. So you could say, yes, this is my specialty. And then once you start working with them, then it's okay. You know, there's other things that, that we, you know, we can do together as well. But know what it is that you want to do. Know your market and just go after that market. And, and again, everyone, especially at the age of your daughter, they need to understand the STEM programs, you know, the sciences, the technology, the engineering, the math, and the arts. Yeah. The arts, well, the arts well how does it, you know, like from a women who dare perspective, right? You know, mm -hmm. what what sort of would, you know, young, can young girls, young women, you know, sort of aspire, like, you know, how, how you know, because obviously you're not good, I, well, I think, well, I hope you're not just sort of trying to inspire women only from this generation but you know you would want your you know your organization to span you know across generations so what can young women you know if they decide you know what i would like to dare i would like to go where man has not been before <laughs> yes <laughs> you know that sort of thing you know how how would you inspire them to dare to be more than society tells them that they can be go explore Again, like you just said, find, find those areas that no man has ever gone before. <laughs> find that and be daring to step out and, you know, achieve something. You know, again, you know, when women in past generations, it was like, you know, oh, well, you don't go to work. Okay, well, then, you know, women are working. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do this. Women don't know how to do technology. The next generation must embrace technology. But again, step out, be daring, find a role that works for you. There's no longer he or she, it's we. And how can we work together? But yeah, that's just the biggest thing. I love that for, again, because we are for all generations. Yeah. But it, you, know, you just gotta step out, you gotta be daring. You can't be afraid. To, to do what it is that you want to do. I mean, we, we have now, we have so many millennial um, women in our group to, to, to senior, um, uh, I, I, I love her. She is a bodybuilder. She's a senior bodybuilder. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. And she only started doing this in the last couple of years. And she just said, I just wanted to do it. And I wanted to get out. And when she was younger, you know, it was like, oh, that's not something women do. And, and she's always had that drive and mission. 
So again, for your daughter, don't be afraid. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't because you can. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, how many books have you written so far? Okay. So I have written six and I'm on number seven. Wow. Well done. Yeah. What has is, what is your publishing journey been like? How did you publish your first book? My first book was self-publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, the second two, the first three were self-publishing. Okay. And then it was the fourth when I went to hybrid. Okay. Hybrid publishing. And then uh, five and six were self-publishing. And the next one that we're working on, Women Who Dare, Unstoppable Together, that is going to be traditional publishing. How did you manage that? Um, uh, a lot of telephone calls. <laughs> um, I actually, once, once I had those couple books, of them, when I had met my agent, I was speaking and I had met my agent and, you know, she said, you really need to write a book. You really need to write a story around that. So she's my agent in terms of, she was the one that was pitching and presenting to the traditional publishing companies. Mm. Because traditional publishing, you know, it is hard to get your foot, your foot in the door. And, but if you have a good story and something that's especially relevant in today's market, they, they want to hear it. They want to hear that story and they want to hear you share it. So, yeah, so it, it was a journey. And it was also good to have that other, other material around. So if I could share a minute between traditional hybrid and self-publishing, a lot of your traditional publishing companies, if you've already self-published, sometimes they're not interested in working with you. Yeah. So when you're doing your self-publishing book, you really want to take the extra special time to make, get it edited professionally and yeah. format it professionally because that's what they're looking at. Because their fear, there are so many self-publishing books on the shelves today where the publisher didn't take the time to to really take a look at and pay attention to those details. Yeah. Okay, okay, that sounds sounds, um, very, um, you know, interesting. So how how did you do your hybrid publishing? Because sometimes, People are a bit skeptical um, about hybrid publishing. So just yeah. make sure that our definition is the same. What is hybrid publishing? So what, what is hybrid publishing for me is where you share in the marketing strategies. You have a different perspective from a professional publisher who is mm-hmm. taking a look at the cover art. They are working with you to make sure the editing is done properly, to make sure the formatting is done properly. And hybrid meaning, they will do some marketing for you, but you're still responsible for a lot of your marketing. Same thing with traditional. You're still responsible for a lot of your marketing too. But for hybrid, uh, for me, it was my first step towards getting an advance. So I could say I had an advance. And also the first step towards becoming a professional publisher a professional book publisher so that was yeah. a baby steps yeah okay okay no that sounds that sounds quite um that sounds very interesting well it's been an absolute pleasure you know chatting with you and sort of hearing you know about the work that you do and women who dare um so when is the your latest book coming out uh the next one woman who dare is going to be coming out this fall 
uh, I'm in I'm in the UK for that's awesome, right? Oh, that, yes, that is awesome. <laughs> so it will be coming out in October of 2018. October 2018. Okay, fabulous. What can people expect from the book? Uh, well, the book is going to share. Well, my 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 story will be in there. But it's also going to share stories from other professional women. I, I've interviewed um, over 50, and they're going to share, they're sharing their story. They're opening up and they're being vulnerable. These are women in corporate, business owners, and they're going to be vulnerable about what they've had to overcome and how they achieve the success that they have today. Fabulous. That sounds amazing. Well, folks, well, you know what it is. If you want to hear, you know, high-flying, high-powered women share their individual stories, then you've got something to look forward to in October. So, um, Connie, so any final words of wisdom before we kick you out of the cafe? Any final words of wisdom? Um, just ladies, keep going. Be daring. Don't let anyone hold you back. And as I always say, be bold, be fabulous, and let's all be unstoppable together. Fantastic. And can anyone just join your Women Who Dare, what did you call it? Women Who Dare Council? Yeah, Women Who Dare. Well, Women Who Dare Network. And I'm so glad that you asked because I don't even know if you're aware of it. Women Who Dare is launching in London. Really? Yes. We are, I mean, we, we are global and we have been launching chapters um, around the world. We're, look, we're looking to start more if anyone is interested, but we have a chapter that is launching in London on Friday, May 4th. Okay. So we, we have some information coming. We're going to be adding that up on our website and we have a chapter leader right there in London um and um you can find more information on that at womanwhodare.com fabulous so um we're about in london is there going to be like a head office in london or an office or how is that going to work uh we have someone um someone there who's leading it and she, right now she's doing it in a home office okay. and you know we're looking for a location and we have a breakfast where the launch is going to be on May 4th. Uh, the location I don't have in front of me right now. We were, we were looking at two different yeah. locations. And um, um, Rachel Russell, uh, she's the one that is leading it up in, in the UK. And like I said, all of her information is actually being added to our website as we speak. And all of the information for the launch there in London is going to be added there. So we're really, really excited because we've had so many women. I mean, you can become a, a member on womanwhodare.com. And we're seeing a, a fabulous growth from the UK, especially from the London area. We're also in Barcelona and Sydney, Australia. Um, of course, here in the United States, we have several, several chapters. But we're really excited about the one that's launching soon in London. Oh, fabulous. That, sound, that sounds um, amazing. So come May 2018. That's not far away now. No, it's not. It's not. It's like, what, six, six weeks, yes. Oh, fabulous. Well, you know, thank you so much for taking the time. And I hope everyone who has listened to the show, they've, you know, they've enjoyed having you. I know I've enjoyed having you come on the show. Um, so ladies, you know, and gentlemen and all everyone, boys and girls who's been listening to the show, I hope you've, you know, you've gotten and you've learned something new from Connie today. Um, 
And until next time, um, Connie, thank you so much for taking the time to come, um, come on the show. And it's Women Who Dare. What was that last catchphrase again? Women Who Dare Network and it's found at womenwhodare.com. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. And hopefully we'll see you again soon. Love being here. Thank you for the invitation. All right, then, everyone, until next time, it's the Shagulala Salami Show. Bye now.